Hey, welcome back to the Tangy Community Download. And do we have a special guest for you here today? Dr. William Wainwright will be joining us in the studio. And it's an awesome podcast. Thank you so much for showing support on the Tangy Community Download. It's been an awesome journey. We're 10 episodes in, and we've got 40 more planned for the future. Thank you so much. And thanks for supporting Southeastern Zone 90.9 KSLU. Welcome back to the Tangy Community Download. And today I have. Special guest, the president of Southeastern Louisiana University, Dr. William Wainwright. Dr. Wainwright, how are you today? I'm doing great today. I'll tell you, coming off of a phenomenal weekend of homecoming, thrilled to be with you. The weather's great and um, just excited about what's to come. It does. I, I, it's one of the things I said this morning. I walked out and it was like, it feels perfect out here. Like it the does. perfect, it's not too cold. It's just perfect. So we're going to talk. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. And one of the things that I really wanted to talk about, I really wanted to get you on the podcast because you have so many visions for Southeastern, and so much, so many things that maybe you know the the average listener on KSLU Radio wouldn't necessarily know about because they may have not heard you speak. And so I wanted to get you on here as an avenue to maybe discuss some of those things and discuss some of your experiences here at Southeastern so far. And the first thing I wanted to talk about is just let's get some background on you as a person, you know, maybe some pre- previous positions, your ties to the area, things like that. Absolutely. So 25 years ago, I moved to the North Shore. Um, my wife and I had just completed graduate school and I had my first employment opportunity here on the North Shore. I'm originally from the Lafayette area. My wife's originally from Marksville. And so this was a new part of Louisiana for us to explore and get excited about. Um, we thanks to the profession I was able to build my career on the North Shore. I have 24 years in higher education um, in the community and technical college system at first, mm-hmm. and then now at our four-year university system, but settled our family in Madisonville, Bidico, um mm-hmm. area, so western St. Tammany and uh, eastern Tangy, and just it's been great to watch that area grow and um And just, again, it was a great place to raise a family. Many of our children's um, excitement about uh, Southeastern came from them, you know, attending uh, summer camps out here as children, attending athletic events. And so it's been great. That's awesome to hear. I know that uh, the university is so excited to have you, and we're so excited for the new vision. And I know that you, uh, right before you came here, you had the position at uh, North Shore Technical. Mm -hmm. How was that? Yeah, the position at the community college was um, certainly different, however similar in many ways, because the mission of the community college was centered on the greater North Shore region. And if you look at the mission of Southeastern, as it was established in 1925, it's to support the educational, economic, and cultural development of the region. And so, so many of our students from North Shore have transferred to Southeastern. I've been able to work with them uh, throughout the years upon their successful graduation from Southeastern. Many of them, uh, we have several Southeastern graduates who've come to work at North Shore Technical Community College. Many of them are teaching, many are in administration. Um, The provost of the community college at North Shore, Dr. Daniel Roberts, is an outstanding alumnus of Southeastern. So just been intertwined with the Southeastern family throughout my entire higher education career. That's awesome. I know that I worked in high school for a couple of years before I came here as a teacher, and I know that the community college, uh, I was in specifically Franklinton, and there's a branch of North Shore Technical Community College in Bogalusa. Absolutely. And so we worked a lot with them. And so I know that the impact that the community college has here in the area in Louisiana, so that's awesome to hear. And I, 
it was it was kind of a full circle for me when you became president because like I been at North Shore Technical, took some dual enrollment classes through there, and yeah, so that and, was really cool. And our credits transfer, and I'm glad you bring up Franklinton and Washington Parish because I actually began my career in Bogalusa mm-hmm. at the college. Uh, there. Uh, this week is the Washington Parish Fair. Absolutely. Um, up in Washington Parish, we call this weather fair weather. Mm-hmm. And um, it's an incredible opportunity to get out with family. But there's an educational um, area at the Washington Parish Fair. And I'm excited because this year, Southeastern and North Shore are going to both share some space in the educational booth to ensure that Washington Parish knows that Together, both the community college and the university are an incredible resource for higher education access. I had a gentleman who graduated from Southeastern in the 70s tell me that he used to ride a bus Monday through Friday from Bogalusa to Southeastern, again, back in the early 70s, and that's the only way he was able to earn his degree. And um, we've got a pretty significant alum alumni base in Washington Parish. Absolutely. That's where I'm born and raised, Bogalusa, went to Frankleton High School, and so that, that it's nice to hear because I had no idea about that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so uh, a great place to be. But Next question, how are you acclimating to Southeastern? I know that it's uh, new, uh, you're a few months in. How's it going so far? Yeah, I'll sum it up in one word, home, and um, really a sense of home. And I say that because when you look at the core values of our institution of excellence and caring, um, those transcend every engagement I've had with the university. Um, We've got a dedicated faculty um, who are laser-focused on the academic success of our graduates, ensuring their competitive edge upon graduation. We've got an incredible staff and administration who ensure that our faculty have the support they need uh, for our students to be successful. So um, it's it's almost been a homecoming in many ways. Um, My wife and I, um, we moved into the president's residence. We're, We're thrilled to be on campus and accessible um, as as needed for events, activities, but most importantly, to conduct the day-to-day business of the institution So, and the community. We can't be the university we are uh, without our community, and the community has been fantastic in welcoming us and, and inviting us to attend outreach events. The uh, Railroad Roar during Homecoming Week mm-hmm. was just one example of that, where down, com- downtown development, the Chamber, and Alumni Foundation all came together to host um, a gathering uh, in town, and it was well attended. I was excited to be there for that. That's awesome. A couple weeks ago, we had Faith Peterson on, and she had a lot to do with the alumni services and uh, homecoming, and we just got done with homecoming week. It was an (laughs) awesome one. Obviously, Southeastern wasn't able to take home the victory in the football game, but the week before it was so awesome. How was your first homecoming week? Yeah, first homecoming week was outstanding. You know, when you look at all the events taking place already in the month of October through Fanfare, Mm -hmm. um, our faculty have done a phenomenal job of ensuring both student, faculty, and community outreach to get people on campus. That culminated with everything that took place uh, for homecoming, gumbo, yaya, the lip sync contest, um, just the the donor brunch that we were able to hold at the residence, engaging our young alumnus and our alumnus of the year and recognizing them uh, for their uh, talents. And then also the parade, which was exceptional, um, getting to see so many families and then entering Friendship Circle and getting to see the the outpouring of engagement through Greek life. That was inspiring for me and my wife. Greek life is important to us. Both of our children um, are in Greek life, and we understand the impact 
that our Greek organizations play in not only student retention and success, but also service to our community. So shout out to Greek Life for just the, mm-hmm. the incredible gift that they give our university, and, and our, those relationships are very important. Absolutely. I know that this homecoming week was special for me because it was the first one. Obviously, I was here as uh, in my undergrad, but it's the first one that I was able to sit back and work through and watch kind of as an on staff in the athletic department. And it was awesome to see just all the inner workings and things and who was putting their effort here and their effort there. And it was really awesome to see all of that come together and just how many moving parts there are. You never really understand that from like an undergrad position or if you're not in there. But all the moving parts to make that week go on, it was so awesome to see. Yeah, the moving parts. Again, you got the Office of Student Engagement. You have athletics. You've got Greek organizations. But think about this. When you look at the pristine nature of our campus and you look at our grounds, you look at our facilities, that's a, that's a group of team members not many people see, and that's our plant and operations staff. They do a phenomenal job. They are not only accounting for those of us on campus, but we had a lot of um, non-students on campus, community families uh, coming in. So plant and operations just keep us looking beautiful and welcoming as a campus. Transportation does a phenomenal job in moving people, moving our students, creating those access points. I, I appreciate you bringing that up because the amount of moving parts so that the average um, community uh, member and student can really enjoy the experience mm-hmm. is so important to us. And that's awesome. And I know that you talked a little bit about um, some of the economic impact. I know that a week like Homecoming Week for Hammond and Tangible Parish specifically, I mean, the economic impact must be incredible. And bringing so many people here brings into businesses, small businesses. And so a week like this isn't just big for the university, but it's big for the town and the parish as a whole. It is. We had countless alum come into town from within state, out of state. They've stayed at Airbnbs. They've stayed at our hotels. They've they've enjoyed the nightlife that our city offers. Our, our Hammond City proper has a very vibrant nightlife that mm-hmm. attracts many from the surrounding region. And so certainly an economic impact um, when you look at um, just really the, the power of not only the mission of the university, but ensuring that we meet the goals uh, through community development, economic development, um, to build a thriving uh, community. Absolutely. So I kind of want to change, uh, take a little bit of a 180 and turn more to you as a person. I know that hmm. when you're in a position of leadership, a lot of what you feel and how you live your life comes through. And so what are some of your passions and how are you you know, looking to use those passions here in your position at Southeastern? So, you know, many passions. Um, My wife and I both come from small rural communities where um, not many in our family had taken a path of higher education. And so for us, um, ensuring that we identify those those students who um, are in need of support as we were in need of support. And again, that support is it's beyond financial. It's just you know, making sure our students know that there's there's belongingness on this campus and there are various ways to engage 
um, and be a part is extremely important to us. You know, I look at many of our faculty and staff. Um, they serve as, as parents for students who are away from their parents, especially students living in residential life. And, and mentoring is a passion of ours as well. So whether my wife and I are, are talking with students, my wife, Misty, you know, we're talking with students, asking them how their experience is going, connecting them uh, with the proper resources, knowing so many of our faculty and staff do the same, but also mentor, they coach, um, they build relationships with our students beyond graduation. That's incredibly important and incredibly evident when you look at our deans of our colleges who presented their Alumnus of the Year awards and the relationships that they've kept. That's very important to us. That's what we're passionate about. We are passionate in the end about student success, and we know what it takes to ensure students are successful, and it takes every member being fully committed to our mission. I can definitely echo uh, that uh, idea from when I was here at Southeastern and going through the communication department. I had so many mentors that pushed me further. Dr. Amber Nero, Dr. Joe Mirando, Dr. Mm-hmm. Joe Burns, all those people who challenged me to be better. They were critical of my work. They were critical of what I was doing, but they weren't critical in a sense that it was all tearing down. They were critical in a sense that they wanted to lift me up. And that's something that when I was here at Southeastern and I tell everyone that ever talks about, hey, should I come here? That's what I got out of it. I wasn't another number. I was Tyler Thomas. They knew me. They knew how to make me better. And I couldn't thank them more for that. And I couldn't thank the university more for that. And, you know, you think about it to your point, having a safe place to succeed, Mm -hmm. a safe place to fail, and a safe place to grow. And, And that's critically important to all of us in fulfilling our mission because we want to ensure ultimate success beyond Southeastern. We want to ensure that our graduates make a meaningful impact in their communities through volunteerism, through service, through leadership, and through that mentoring and coaching, all of that can be provided during these foundational years. And so um, that really motivates us all. And, you know, that kind of leads me, obviously you've answered it a little bit, but I want to ask specifically about student engagement. It leads me to the next question. How important is student engagement to you, especially on at a, at a university that everyone knows it as a commuter school? It's mainly commuters, and you know you have a lot of people from different areas. How important is student engagement to you on for that level of students? Vitally important. You cannot deny the research. The research clearly points that a student who is engaged is a student that not only will graduate but most often will graduate on time. That is very important because graduation equals opportunity um, and financial stability, which helps inspire um, social mobility, allowing, allowing families to continue to grow, grow wealth, grow success. Um, and a successful community is a successful um, region. And so it's, it's vitally important. So, and when you look at, you know, we saw this fall, we had a waiting list for the first time since 2019 in residential housing. Um, It's important we acknowledge that and recognize that the student experience is something that is longed for by many students. There was a time at the beginning of COVID where I was told as a higher education leader that 
after COVID that the traditional university where everybody lives on campus, where everybody comes to campus was going to be a thing of the past. I am excited of what I'm seeing in trends because um, we have such a hunger for on-campus living, in-class learning. Yes, we now have broadened online opportunities that we didn't have before to meet the needs of working professionals who are raising families, who are seeking to accelerate their career or switch industries. Um, That's a vital resource that's available to them. However, the on-campus experience um, continues to grow. And so the students have have affirmed that, and we're going to continue to do even more. We launched our commuter meal plan this year to ensure that our commuters, when they're on campus, they have more opportunities to stay on campus, to eat on campus, therefore engage on campus. And I'm looking forward to what's to come. That's awesome. I know in my college experience, living in Washington Parish, I did do a semester of commuting to school, and the entire time that I commuted to school, all I wanted to do was be on campus. I wanted to be a part of it more than what I was, and so from there, started living on campus, and it really did change my experience because I was able to be here for different events. I wasn't spending two hours of my day driving, and so being able to be on campus and be involved really helped me grow because I was able to join student organizations, and through those student organizations, I was able to work at places like the Southeastern Channel, KSLU in my undergrad, and so it was really awesome. The student engagement part for me was so important and so vital in my undergrad journey. Yes, I shared with somebody earlier that the campus is alive after the sun sets. Mm -hmm. And if you look at performances through arts, you look at athletic events, you look at opportunities through Greek life, and then all the clubs and organizations through student government, you look at our rec leagues that we have. Um, I love seeing every day as the sun setting so many students out um, playing recreational sports and intramurals. That that excites me because that, that's very important to the health and wellness um, of our students, but it shows that they see our university as their home, their safe place, their place to stay. Yeah, that, I, I love that answer because so many people think that from the outside looking in that university and getting your degree is just you're studying all the time, this and that, which obviously that's a huge and vital part, but so much more of it is learning who you are as a person, finally getting that first experience outside of the bubble that you grew up in. And for me, that was it changed a lot about me. I was kind of a quiet, timid kid in high school, but coming to college, I was able to learn how to use my voice, and from that, it became my profession. And so that's just learning who you are is such a vital part of the collegiate experience. Without a doubt. And so moving on to the next question, this is this is the Tangent Community Download. And so <laughs> it would be uh, remiss for me to not talk about community. And Southeastern, we have an amazing one. How important is that community to you? Critically important. I share, you know, as a university, our appreciation um, to the community for what they give to our university cannot be understated. I serve as a, a, a member. I'm a Rotarian for the, the Hammond Rotary Club, but I also um, spend time with our Kiwanis organizations. Um, I spend time, a lot of time with our chamber, with economic development in ensuring that the needs of our community are being realized through the mission of our university. Um, But I also want to give credit when we talk about community to our faith-based community, because our faith-based community 
do a tremendous job in working with us to continue to uh, motivate our students to succeed, to provide them support when they have needs that we cannot uh, fulfill. So our faith-based community is vitally important to us as well. So what does this look like when community and the university connect? You see it, for example, when we host Special Olympics, right? Mm -hmm. You see all of our partners out. You see all of our community partners at our tailgates. You see us in the community um, outreaching beyond the walls of our campus, as we did for Coach's Caravan at Gnarly Barley. Those are just a few examples of, of just, um, and, then you, and then really, if you look at the role of the Columbia Theater and how that really helps bridge and tie in the university with community, we have so many resources, very rich in resources in, in supporting and, and building and strengthening our community. And that's where the university and community is, is very important. Yeah, for me, I've always... I've always equated Southeastern to Hammond and Tangibola Parish. They're not yeah. they're not independent of each other. They in some ways they are, but for the most part Southeastern is here. It's part of the community. I mean, you go maybe you go to Raising Canes and you see the logo on the the board or wherever you go, Southeastern is a part of what you're doing. You're going to a store and the managers there are Southeastern graduates. You're going to a small business, and they're Southeastern graduates. So the community just runs so deep. And that's one of the awesome things that I've learned from doing this podcast is that so many people share so many similar ideals and so many similar uh, lifestyles from the, what they branched off of Southeastern. Yeah, without a doubt. My wife and I recently recently spent an evening with uh, Zach and Carrie at Gnarly Barley, our, our owners of, of Gnarly Barley, but also outstanding young, young alumnus of Southeastern. We got to spend the evening with them and their family and really just talk through how that, that giving back really resonates uh, with so many. So again, just one of many examples of, of the importance of being located here within the growing city of Hammond. Absolutely. So we talk about all these things that, you know, are good about Southeastern and what, you know, has been done. What are some of the things we're looking forward to in the future? Maybe some upcoming events or a new initiative that could be on the horizon that the community should look out for. Yes, there's a lot to look forward to. For many who are familiar with the footprint of our campus, um, you will notice some significant construction taking place at D. Vickers Hall. D. Vickers Hall, across from our library, adjacent to our student union. Actually, if you go on the third floor of our student union right now, you can see through D. Vickers Hall, mm -hmm. which is a good thing. That's our, our renovation and construction of our future broadcasting center. Um, there's going to be a groundbreaking for that facility at 3.30 on November 2nd, uh, where we're going to have the governor and Robin Roberts joining us. So that's something to look forward to. That's our largest academic facility, but it's also, once renovated, going to be a sign of a progressive university looking forward on the future um, innovations and technologies that'll be needed um, in broadcast journalism, for example, just to, to give yeah. one uh, give one. But um, that is one. And then we're going to do something very special that doesn't happen often at universities is uh, my official investiture ceremony, that's going to take place. We'll have a reception the evening of November 30th with the official investiture on December 1st. And what I'm most proud of is while it's going to signal a transition in leadership at the university, the official transition, and then also uh, bring our faculty together um, with with community to to 
as president um, talk about the future, um, we're also heavily engaging our students in this process. So our students, are they have a, a list of events planned that are going to bring community on campus um, to celebrate the best of Southeastern. I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. I know you talked about uh, D. Vickers Hall. That hall was so instrumental in, you know, obviously I was a broadcast student. And so uh, in the BEA, the Broadcast Education Association, uh, being there, you know, having your professors having their offices there, going there, speaking to them, that hall resonates. And for it to be becoming something that is so state of the art and, you know, when I obviously we had the radio station there at one point, KSLU. And when it was when her, the hurricane came through, it was really devastating. But now from what was something that's so great is becoming something that may even be greater in the future. And for me, that's it, it makes me so excited for the future. Something to look forward to without a doubt. Absolutely. So coming on, this is my uh, the last question I'll ask. This is the most important one to me because it's I just feel like it's super important. Final remarks, obviously. If you only had one chance to say it, what would be your message to a Southeastern student or maybe a prospective Southeastern student? The journey is yours. Um, our students today are inundated with incredible amounts of information, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and our students have tremendous filters. I know that because I have a son who's a senior in college and a daughter who's a freshman in college. And I'm aware of, of all of the variables that are impacting their decision making. And I say the journey is yours because, and you'll often hear me tell students during orientation, you know, this is your time to be selfish. This is your time to make a significant investment in not only yourself, but in your future. And your future is going to include, um, if you choose to have a family, it'll, it'll include raising a family. It'll include being a part of a community, growing a community, ensuring the economic vitality of a community. So to our students, I like to tell them the journey is yours. Focus on your journey. Um, leave no stone unturned. No no question unanswered. Uh, take full advantage of the resources that you have in our faculty. They are the academic leaders and experts in their field, and they are incredibly good at it. And so um, that's my advice for our students. And also um, engage, have Mm -hmm. fun. The journey does not have to be um, stressful the entire time. There will be peaks and valleys um, where we'll hit walls together, Uh, but we've got the resources to help overcome. And that's another asset that we have as a university. That's a perfect final answer, Dr. Wainwright. Thank you so much for coming on today. It was an awesome opportunity to be able to speak with you. And hopefully we can make this happen more frequently to where, you know, more of our listeners can hear you have those conversations that maybe you're having at orientations and things Mm -hmm. that they can't be at. And so just another avenue to share the vision for Southeastern. So thank you so much for coming on. I love it. I look forward to it. And thank you for the important work you're doing in helping us spread the word and communicate. So that is the 10th episode of the Tangent Community Download. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another awesome episode and we'll see you then.